Listeners, this is Coil. And if you plan to visit Las Vegas or live here as a local, this is the perfect podcast to find businesses off and on the strip. Tune in as I interview small business owners and entrepreneurs that run and operate their business here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Real Vegas, real topics, real business with real owners. Visit Vegas Places. Everybody, welcome to the very first Sunday, November of the Wrestling Fans Insight. I am your host, John Hoppy. Got my brother along with me as always, William. How you doing? I'm exhausted. It's been a weird week. Work and yeah. taking care of mom. Yeah, a whole <laughs> lot of things happened. So I'll explain that some other time. Yeah, might be might be best for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we also <laughs> family therapy happening right now. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Yeah, and we also got our co-host who can't wait for us to introduce him, of course. But Carlos, how you doing, brother? Good, thank you. Jesus, I didn't know I was going to have two Williams here. No, I'm good, man. I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm irritated. Like, I'm just like, in a, like I want, like I was looking forward to this like hour of sleep, and then. Like, of course, I went to bed, like, I wake up, like, at four in the morning. I just, I feel like I want more sleep, but at the same time, I'm rested. Like, I'm just in a weird funk. Oh. I felt deprived. It's like that weird time, you know, like, your just schedule's off. You know what? I think everybody's in that funk today. Yeah, you know, like, like I like I got up early, but I don't want to do anything yet, and then I want to sleep, and then I can't sleep anymore. So I'm just, like, I think it's just the mind, you know, bleep. I don't want to get, you know, we're on, we're on uh, YouTube right now. You not post a curse within the next first couple minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, my biological clock was off. Yeah. Yeah, it's off today, and I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I don't want to do anything, but I should be, but I don't want to get out of bed. I just don't want to get out of bed. It's not that time yet. It's just, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird funk for sure. Well, I jumped out of bed six o'clock our time, and mm. I was ready to go hit the gym. Then realized, oh shit, we had the time change because the gym doesn't open till eight, which sucks for me. But you know, uh, you don't have you don't have a you don't have a plan of fitness in town. Well, no, we. We're subscribed with EOS Fitness. Isn't our closest Planet Fitness in Salt Lake? Yeah, although they are building one in Layton. Oh, God. <laughs> like so, we need more crap. And I think it's not going to be <laughs> too far in between EOS Fitness and Vasa, yeah, which like, are already close to each other like, as is. Like Layton needs any more crap built in it. <laughs> so, yeah, we... My cousin is actually a member of, e or not EOS, but uh, Planet Fitness, so he loves it there. But, yeah, our closest one is, like, Salt Lake, and I don't feel like driving all the way out there, so screw that. How far are you guys from Salt Lake? 
we're about 30 miles from Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Non- oh, go ahead. I was going to say EOS fitness for me and Sarah is only like literally. It's all over the place out here. It's not even a quarter mile from where we live. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, we just have a two minute drive. We're there ready to go. So did you still go to the gym? Yeah. So EOS fitness has a gym and all that and classes just like, uh, I believe planet fitness has as well as Vasa. So, you know, it, it's actually a pretty cool gym. I'm actually getting my very first personal training this coming Friday. So <laughs> come next Sunday, I may be did you pick, a, did you pick a boy or girl. <laughs> I don't know. They assign it. Oh, they assign it. Oh, yeah. They assign it. So I hope they pick a boy. <laughs> Just, just, just kind of make sure I don't get too feministic. I guess. Just kidding. But uh, no. Anyways, when we get back on track. <laughs> so, uh, William, your thoughts on this week's programming overall? Um, you know, nothing really bad went on. It just, it just didn't have anything behind it to me. It was like a C plus overall. It- did it kind of feel like a slow week up until the PLE? Yeah, I, I honestly, both promotions are kind of not really pushing things too hard right now. I think they're just looking to, after this, start pushing the WrestleMania season. So I think everybody's just kind of drawing back. Trying to get their ducks in a row and yeah. see what their plans are going forward. Yeah, it, so it, it wasn't an exciting week. Pretty much it was mostly predictable, except for one match on Crown Jewel, but... Yeah, that had a couple of surprises I did not expect coming. Yeah, and it's got a lot of implications to it. So it's it's one we're going to be scratching each other's brains on here. <laughs> well, wait till you see the results. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Carlos, your thoughts? Um, I just I'm I think overall I thought um, I think WWE I think it was good. I I just feel like. I again for me, as a as a I mean I don't if I call ourselves super fans, but someone who's plugged into the business and knows stuff like knowing that they taped that there, I just wish they would have done something different. I wish they would have had better matches instead of, you know, just kind of repeat, you know, reuse. I I just thought it was it was a very skippable SmackDown and it shouldn't have been. I I wish they would look more into the fans that are there and just give them more more action. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I, again, I didn't really, I just, it was, I just thought it, it was a very missable week of programming for WWE after Raw and NXT. I mean, the, these from SmackDown side, I mean, I went to the gym that night and I was just kind of listening to the, to the promos and I, I kind of just skipped forward just to see what the results were. Um, Rampage, I mean, I, I think they're trying, but it just, it, it doesn't have an identity. AEW doesn't really have an identity right now. Like I just listened to, um, what is it? Tranquilo club on, on YouTube. And, and he's like the biggest AW supporter and he just went off on him, you know, and it's like, and it's true. It's like, they need to, it just, it doesn't, it just doesn't have the feel of what it used to be. And I don't know what they are. Like, I don't, and I, that's for me. I don't, I don't need to see, I don't need to see, I don't need to see Daniel. I don't need at this point. I don't need to see Daniel Garcia beat Trent in a singles match to, to qualify for him getting a shot at MJF. Like just do what you want to do anyways. And just give me the match. It's just like, just pointless wins and losses that don't make any sense um and yeah i thought and, and rampage was okay i mean and um collision was okay um it, it is what it is as far as crown jewel goes i thought they did a really good job with that um 
I just, it's just dick, they're dick riding, as the kids would say, Saudi Arabia so much. It just kind of got on my nerves. Um, that's, but the, that's just the one thing for me about that. But let's, we'll talk about it more. But I mean, it was, it was, it was for me, I, I enjoy it because I can actually watch it before I go to work and that's cool. But yeah, if it, if it wasn't for this podcast, I don't know if I would be watching all these shows right now. <laughs> I, I think this is the first time I've heard Carlos use the term dick riding for anything. <laughs> well, you know. He's not wrong, though. And once again, AEW is making the same mistake that Carlos has pointed out over and over and over. They're not hyping up their event that's in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like I'm going to, like, I'm going to, um, I'm supposed to go to Collision this Friday in Oakland, and I don't think I'm going to go because I bought insurance on the ticket. I think my deciding factor is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to hit up Ethan Page and ask if he's going to be there. And if he's going to be there, um, I might go. If he's not going to be, I'm probably not going to go. Like, that's the only, him and Darby are the only two I haven't seen live. Um, and it's just one of those points because they're because they're, they're, tip, they're taping because I thought I was when I first bought the tickets, I just saw a collision and thought, oh, I'm excited because Ethan, I would see Ethan Page. And then um, and then he didn't. Um, and then it's like they're taping. They're doing Rampage the same day or something. They might be taping Ring of Honor on Wednesday. So I'm like, shit. But yeah, like what you just said, there's no there's no hype and they're not doing they don't, they're not WWE. And it's like and they got it. They just got to hype it more. And the fact that like the Young Bucks, where have they gone? You know, it's just like. It's just, yeah, it's just, it, I expect so much better. And I just feel like he, he's Tony Khan has worn out his goodwill and he needs to, he needs to step it up or he needs to give, he needs to give some other, um, he need, people need to quit. The, the fans need to quit dick riding him too. And he needs to, please don't give him Booker of the year either. You know, cause I feel like if he doesn't get Booker of the year, he'll step it up more. You know, that's what he cares about most, but yeah, I like, just like, thank you for saying that. William. yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a big mess. <laughs> And, you know, this goes along with what we've been saying for months now. I, I just really think now it's time for Tony Khan to realize creative team, damn it. Creative team needs to be in place. Otherwise, you know, and, I, and we were talking about it, but like last week, too, like, you know, like, you know, like we we're talking about, like, you know, like I'm over the acclaimed and we're like, well, you know, but that but that, and that's and for me, like, because what, what it was with the acclaimed was they were the one sports entertainment thing in the show. Like besides like a Jared, like, you know, like they would do their funny stuff and things like that. And I think that's what they made them stand out. And now like the whole show is trying to be like WWE, but like in a cheesy ass way. And they've lost, they've lost their, their pro wrestling side of it. And it's just like, it's just, it's too much comedy. Like, let's like, it's just like this. Let me see you wrestle. Like, it's okay to do a little bit, but it's like, I want to just go. I want to see like just better stories. Like you said, and he doesn't, he's, it's like in these people that are online that they're just giving them too much good. Like, yeah, I, I want to see storylines. I want to see better programming. I want to see, I want like everyone should have a feud going in right now. Like everything's just lost, man. It's just, it's just a big clusterfuck. It most definitely is. But uh, speaking of clusterfuck, um, <laughs> I know we'd mentioned this off air. We were going to talk about it toward the end, but why don't we go ahead and bring it up now before we get to the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. Um, Carlos, I'll let you have the honor since this is something you wanted to bring up. So I wanted, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts about, about AEW signing Ric Flair. You know, it came out that they've signed him to a tier contract. Um, part of it was, you know, um, that his blue energy drink is going to be the official sports or energy drink of AEW. And so I feel like Tony Khan's trying to, um, like, trying to make it sound like it's okay, it's okay thing to, to get him because he's not really paying for him. But at the same time, Tony Khan's a billionaire. It's not like this is TNA where that would be a, like a smart signing. The guy doesn't need the money. So I was just kind of, I was just kind of 
th- general thoughts on your guys' thoughts on him signing Ric Flair, bringing someone else in. Um, and then also your thoughts about, you know, how they could utilize them, I guess. I mean, we're stuck with them. My general thoughts, I'll just go real quick first is, and then you guys can, I feel like Tony Khan's a fraud and I, and I like the guy, don't get me wrong, but I feel like at the end of the day, like, it's almost like he, these are his little, like his little wrestling figures. And he, he used all the guys that built AEW to get the guys that he wanted. And now that he's getting these guys that he wanted, he's kind of just brushing these other guys to the side. And I feel like he's like, he's losing the heart or soul of AEW. Like even, like even the, like the, yeah, the elite, they're getting paid, but they're not being utilized properly. It's just. I, I, that's what I feel like. It's like, oh, I like these toys, but now, now that I got my these better toys that I know better, I like fuck these toys, and that's just what I feel like how it is. Um, my only, my only, my only, my only salvaging thing for this, and this is my one thing that I want, I would want to see none with him, is if they're going to use him there. Is I want, I want MJF to be the guy under the under the devil mask, and I want him to be his own. Like I want it to be his evil side, and I was, I want to see him paired with Ric Flair, and I just want to see Ric Flair making him the dirtiest player in the game. Um, give him that, give him that, give him that, that catchphrase to pass it on to him and, and let me have Hill MGF back. That's what, that's the only way that I would want. That's the only thing that I want out of this, if anything. And I want to just get you guys thoughts on that. Um, personally, I, I feel like it's a terrible move. Uh, just kind of mirror off of what you said there, Carlos. Um, realistically all this is doing is shifting focus on somebody who's not really going to bring much to the table unless they stuck him on creative team. And that's about the only thing I'd want to see out of Ric Flair out of this whole thing. John. Uh, I'm a little mixed on it. I don't think it's ever bad to have a veteran signed if, and only if, like you mentioned, if they are going to be creative yeah, or have some type of role, mm-hmm. as in what we just seen WWE did with Nick Aldis, mm-hmm. Flair probably wouldn't be a bad character to have as kind of like a general manager for... No, and he could definitely help some of those wrestlers get more comfortable and more courageous and feeling more solid about their speaking skills. Yeah, and you know that's another thing. Flair's again backstage segments, creative ways, mm-hmm. promos are a big thing, and I think that's one of the lacklusters AEW talent has at the moment. Is they've been given free reigns on creative for so long, but now it's getting to the point where fans are starting to turn away from it. Yeah, I mean, who who's there really to coach them besides a couple of people like? Dusty Rhodes did an amazing job coaching, but it also, but it also goes back to like what CM, one of CM Punk's is, you know, his biggest things was like, if they, but they, they're, they're there, but they don't want to listen, you know, like even before punk, like they don't need people there. Like there's certain guys that go, there's certain guys that they're going there for the, for, you know, for the advice, but it's just the culture there that they, that they, they don't, they don't have to, if they don't want to. And a lot of these guys just think they know better than the veterans too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the, like the whole, the whole, the whole like structure of like the old school of the wrestling business has been lost there. And that's something, you know, I, I will say I agree with CM Punk. To some degree, you need to listen to the veterans because they've provided the foundation. 
However, some things aren't bad to learn from the youth either, but make sure. Yeah, but if you're looking you for need, you a need career to meet with, in the middle. Sorry. If, if you're looking for a career with longevity, why would you not listen to the people who made it? Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the big problem with AEW is too many young stars not listening to the veteran. And the and then they they had the early success, and so they don't think they have to listen. But it's like you're but you're you're losing your you're losing your you don't have your your ratings suck. You're, no one wants to go see your product live. They're having to do two for one tickets things like the product the pro- and that's the thing too tony khan's not the way he's trying to do his ticket pricing either he's just he's he's making the product look cold altogether by the by the by their marketing things too and it's just not good you know and i again again i like jeff jarrett too but it's like he doesn't need to be on tv every week it's just like we're just having them on one show like but it just doesn't it's just so random like just nothing makes any sense well and see there there's another thing there you could have two different legendary talents be you know general managers of each show just like what they've done with raw and smackdown i think jeff jarrett would be a good one with flair being the other um but again you know (laughs) this is this is where structure needs to be in place that we mentioned a few episodes ago if you don't have structure in place your business is not going to succeed and it's really about time for tony khan to get this shit in gear i'm sorry i'm I'm kind of like with a few others. I don't know if AEW will survive. They may not because this is just reminiscent of the old ward that we watched where we lost WCW. And, you know, Eric Bischoff has mentioned this many times on his 83 weeks podcast with Conrad. I'm not sure if he's still doing it with Conrad now, but um, do you know, Carlos? (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, I, I, yeah, I listen. I listen. I, I listen to Eric Bischoff every week. He does. He does actually. He does two podcasts. He does. He does the one with Conrad, and then he does another one, which I suggest people listen to more. And it's called Strictly Business with John Alba, and they really go into the business side of, of the product, and they'll have different people on there. And that's the one that I really enjoy. Um, he does actually two for the for his network. Yeah, I need to get back to listening to some of that stuff that Ed Free shows has done. I kind mm-hmm. of stopped listening for a while, which is a bummer, but. Yeah, I really need to get back to listening to those. But, you know, but many times Bischoff has said, you know, he's seen a lot of the same things that, you know, he he's seen a lot of the same mistakes Tony Khan's making that kind of helped w- WCW decline. And, you know, if you don't listen to the guy who's experienced it here, then, you know, that's on you. I mean, it. It sucks because I don't want to see AW go. No. I, I think they got a lot of great talent, but they just like any type of new job or anything, you gotta have training. And, and the it, big and the big thing too that I think is a big um it's a big I, I'm seeing a big red flag right now is the fact that they haven't signed a new contract with Warner Brothers Discovery. I think that they're that they they they're looking they're they're looking at the fact that nobody else is going to want the product, and I think they're coming in low with Tony Khan, and so I think he's he's stuck in a hard place too because I think he he has a number that he wants for this product, and they're not going to give it to him. But we're at the same time, where else is he going to go? So. Um, and again, he's done all these things with, with, I think with the, with, you know, that's the reason he got, I've shared this already. That's the reason he got into this. So if he doesn't get the number he wants, I think it could be scary times for them too. So it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be, to be determined, you know? So I think it's going to be an interesting time for the wrestling business. Most definitely. Um, 
Did you have any other thoughts on that, William? No, I really don't. And I do. I do like I like the ideas. Again, everyone talks about. But I would like to like you. I like the idea of his next announcement being the fact that he's he's stepping away from creative and he's going to put two general managers in charge. And again, he doesn't just quit having your dick stroke, dude. Like, you know, he can still be in creative, but like, just don't worry about getting the price and the fans. Just let like make money, dude. Like, let your product make you some money. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. So, yeah, appreciate your guys' insight. You know, and I think that's. Yeah, I hope it come. You know, that's if that's one thing that he has is Tony Khan's ear, and he can get some changes in creative. Then I'm all for that. So yeah, let's go. I've never heard Carlos use the term "dick" so much in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little scared. You're now. shocked, yeah. I mean, we are. I mean, it's just like you mean, you know, like you know, like, I think NBA Twitter's back, you know, and, and so I think you know, a lot of my friends are there. I was talking about, oh, look at this guy, Dick Rice. So again, this must be the young kids I'm I'm friends with on on X, you know. But it's just, but it's just true. Like Mike, I mean, when I, even when I was watching Crown Jewel, I'm like, oh my god, like God, God just get a room already. My goodness, <laughs> I was just like, oh, Saudi, you're on Saudi, Saudi, Saudi. <laughs> well, there we go. We got the banner up just for everybody's enjoyable pleasure there <laughs> those of you that are actually watching us via youtube facebook or twitch so <laughs> <laughs> i actually bought i actually bought some bad monkey popcorn yesterday i was gonna but it's on my car so i was gonna pop it out uh but because it, it was it wasn't it's not the nacho cheese but it was like the regular ones they had for it went on clearance at our store so i bought some yesterday. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff yeah all natural oh i'll have to try it out i actually have to apologize I believe I found two Dollar Generals that still exist here in Utah. Oh, yeah? Nice. Is there one in Ephraim? No, there's actually <laughs> one in Ogden, believe it or not. Oh. One must... in Ogden and one in Salt Lake. Well, the so... one in Ogden must be tucked away. Yeah, it's not in the, the best locations, but, mm. you know, now I'm going to have to go see if they carry that popcorn. You should go today. It might, so it might be on clearance, like the one, all the stuff from Halloween's an extra, like, 60% off right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, but uh, thank you. Just, to, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I just wanted to give a shout out to Dexter Sago, who's joined us on the X app live. Thanks Dexter for joining us today. Um, but anyways, what were you going to say, Carlos? Uh, I was going to, I was going to shout out Dexter too. So you already did it. So you're oh, good. sorry. He's here, he's, he's here to talk to WWE. So if we can, after we finish about crown jewel, we can hand the mic if he wants to chime in. Yeah, not a problem. And for anybody who does want to join us on the X app and get their voice in, you're more than welcome to but we will not be taking mic requests until we get the main part done. So please be patient, but shall we go ahead and get right into the results fellas? Yeah. Sure. All right. This one I didn't have on the list. Apparently I think it was added because of last week's Monday night raw. Yep. But yeah, why don't we start off with the pre-show where Sammy Zayn defeated JD McDonough. Um, Carlos, why don't you start off? I mean, I think it's a it's a good PR move for them because I think I think so much of the of the directive before was that Sammy wasn't allowed to be on the show. So anytime they have these shows now, they should have Sammy there. But I I'm I'm excited for this. I mean, I think you know like there's been so many just golden opportunities that have been lost because of this Roman Reigns reign. Um, and so again, if if Sammy's going to get pushed to the main card and he's going to be getting world be you know up for the world title, I'm all for it. I think it was it was a good match. I think the crowd loves him, and I and again, I think it, the right person won. Oh, yeah, it, it was a really actually pretty solid match. I I loved everything about it. But what I'm appreciating the most is the fact that they're getting also uh, JC JD McDonough out there and actually getting him some time in in the ring. 
Well, I think J.D. McDonough has done a pretty good job being on the main roster. He's been pretty patient. Yeah, I mean, he's he. we known he's had the skills. I mean, when he was the NXT Cruiserweight Champion for that little bit of cup of coffee, you know, I watched a few of his matches there and how he's kind of transitioned into the J.D. McDonough character. Yeah, you I, know, I can't wait till Ilya gets in and we can start seeing some classics out of those two again. And I, 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 and I know that their Funko pop sales have gone up since he's been on there. So again, he's doing a really good job. Yeah. But uh, I kind of want, I don't want the sadistic JD McDonough back though. Yeah. That would be nice. The, the one who broke down the muscles and what kind of damage you can do to him, mm. all that type of stuff. Yeah. So you know, that's the JD McDonough. I would like to see them bring once they maybe, you know, dismantle the judgment day. That could be for a while though, the way that's been. <sighs> so <laughs> when we got Carlos's reaction on that, but yeah, that was a pretty good start off with the kickoff show. You know, I thought Sammy definitely milking out that come out to the fans cheering <laughs> at the very beginning. though was pretty funny. I was kind of surprised because I actually got to watch that match. I was at work yesterday. Oh, and Peacock, usually, I, I don't get to see the pre-show. Yeah, they don't usually show any of the kickoff matches. But the pre-show was there. That's good, though. So, um, I'm sure that's for political reasons, maybe. Sounds <laughs> of time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's go to the main card now. And uh, what was started off with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth freaking Rollins, the champion, retains over Drew McIntyre. However, we almost saw a cash in until I can't remember who predicted it. Somebody thought maybe JD McDonough was going to run off with the briefcase, but it ended up being Sami Zayn. <laughs> that sounds like a Brian prediction. Yeah, I think it might have been Brian who predicted that. So, but William, why don't we start off with you on that? Uh, th this match just pretty much went exactly how I thought it was going to go. I mean, even me saying that, you know, he was going to come out with that money in the bank it just it literally went exactly as i expected they the whole entire night the wrestlers did an amazing job the crowd was there they were definitely passionate uh i, I didn't see a single bad match throughout this entire card i i loved it carlos like again, this the match went exactly as I thought it would, even with Drew backstage. I mean, just it's, it's this is gonna be the start of his of him turning heel, it looks like. Um, but no, it was a great match. Um, I was kind of falling asleep through this match a little bit just because like I went to the gym the night before, so I didn't find it sleep very well that night. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I mean, the right person won. I just wish that I wish that I just wish that Cody and, and Jay still had the tag team titles because for me, the one thing that's taking me out of the whole cash in thing is as long as as long as I feel at least I feel as long as Damien has the tag titles, I don't see him cash getting the cash in that then because he had both championships unless so unless he just gave up the tag titles and they let JD McDonough have them with 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 Finn. But having him be the tag champ just takes me out of the likelihood of him cashing in. So, other but that was a great, great match. Um, again, Seth Rollins is showing what a world, world, world champion is. Um, and the crowd was hot for it, and they both, both guys showed up. It was, it was really well done. Yeah. I mean, I, to be perfectly honest, I think this should have been the main event for the night. I thought it was a pretty stellar match. I think it was actually the, I believe all the, Dirt sheet and the 
experts, air quotes, uh, all quoted this was the A-plus match. So, you know, it was very stellar. Both men brought it, like Carlos said. I think maybe just a titch too long, but no, they did really gr- great job on working the in-ring, out-of-ring, and everything else. The added drama after the match with the tease of the cash-in not happening. You know, it made a very good segment there. Why don't we go on? Oh, and as we're going, I'll just go ahead and announce everybody but myself got points on that match. So kudos to four out of five people who made that prediction. So, and we're going to go right over to the fatal five-way women's world championship. Rhea Ripley successfully retains the championship over Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. Carlos, let's get your reaction to that match. My honest reaction was like, was just Rhea's intro. I'm like, she, they're going to get her arrested. <laughs> like, all these guys, all these guys having to bow down to her. I was like, oh no, this isn't good. Well, <laughs> but- <laughs> and I watched that. We're like, holy hell, what is going on here? I was like, this, they didn't look happy about it either. I'm like, this is not the best thing for them to be doing right now. This, they might get Rhea arrested in Saudi. So, well, <laughs> like, was, was this a, the 72 Virgin segment? Or I'm just like, I'm like, all these guys are being subservient to a woman right now. This is not going to be cute. Like, this is not. Okay. I'm like, oh no, they're gonna get they're gonna get Rhea's head chopped off in freaking Saudi Arabia. Um, but at least she um, was covered up, so yeah, but but I mean, but I mean just but still just the whole thing of like her being like like they were just kind of I I I wouldn't have I would I just I wouldn't have chose that, but I am sure I'm sure they got they got clearance for it. Um but but I was like, okay, we're really doing this. Um I thought the match was good. I mean, again to me, um I just I I don't I so much is being sacrificed for Rhea right now, and I don't know if, if it's worth it. I just I feel like the rest of the division looks weak compared to her. I mean, I know, I mean, at the end of the day, I know Becky's coming in probably to take the title from her, but I just feel like um the women's division on Raw deserves better than just to be Rhea's bitches. And that's the one thing that I just want better for. But I mean, the match was good. I mean, they all got the show out. Um I think they protected her. They kept Nia Jax from her. So I think that's going to be the feud before Becky going to mania, but, um, and the cockroaches will enjoy watching that on TV. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was an entertaining match. I, I just want, I just want better for the women in, the, in that broad women's division. Well, you know, I wasn't really looking forward to this match just yeah. because of how many people they put into it. But that said, it was actually a really good match. It ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Clearly, I missed something because I had to fast forward through a lot of this stuff, but uh, I, I never got to see that intro for Rhea. So, oh wow, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lengthy one for sure. I think we counted twenty guys came out to sacrifice themselves for her, <laughs> something like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Sarah and I just kept looking at each other like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but and Carlos made the point and. I have to agree with Carlos. They should really be doing something more with the women's roster. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I think right now they could learn a lesson from impact on how to utilize the women. Really? Yeah. Really? They can come up with secondary belts, you know? Well, no, I mean, the thing is, like, Rhea's barely, she's, if Rhea's not going to be wrestling that much, she's going to be used more as like the manager role, the head haunt, the head boss of, of, um, of um 
Sure. Of judgment, they then let these other women cook and let give them. But they, they, but then they have. But there's been, there's been good, there's been good women matches on, on TV. But then don't sacrifice them all just to be a bitch to Rhea and all that's for nothing. Like don't like protect some of these women. Let them, let them look better. You know, like just let them give them more shine than than being sacrifices for Rhea's domination in the end. Well, that's why I said a secondary belt would probably be helpful because then they would be able to. The only problem is they do have a secondary belt, but mm. there's a curse on them. <laughs> mm, I'm, no, we're not talking about that belt ever again. We're done. <laughs> we said if they freaking flipped it, that we were done with it. We're done with it. <laughs> well, they didn't flip it yet. They're going <laughs> to. Wow. You, but I think, but at the same time, like that's where the NXT title could be give used as a secondary title. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I guess, um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough call. I mean, you don't want to give them another belt. They're not going to book it right. Um, you know, but at the same time, yeah, workhorse champion wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing either. But yeah, um, but at the same time, if you're if you're booking these women better, there's there's no reason why it's a title wouldn't feel needed. They just have better booking all around too. So yeah, as singles competitors, the women's division is actually pretty awesome. So that's the way I'd want to see another belt put in there, not tag teams, because you've said it before that particular part of their division is not strong and it should and, that, and that's again i mean i've said this before and i'll say it one i'll probably say it when you click too but that's the one thing when triple h first took over creatives i expected better better booking of the women's division because of what we saw with nxt and he's just he's let me down you know i thought i thought i just thought he'd book the women better i thought we'd have a stellar women's tag division and it just hasn't happened and obviously if it's not happened yet and he's he's trying to and again and that's the thing like you've, he's trying to get all these women on tv that that have, that were not used by vince but it's like but let them cook give them matches too you know like don't don't just sacrifice them all in the end for Rhea either. You know, it's just kind of, it is what it is, but it should be better. All right. With that being said, let's end that little segment there. Um, As far as the fatal five-way match, that's a point for all of us. Everybody predicted Rhea Ripley. And because that was my double down, I got two points on that one. So I'm tied with the rest of you. It's twos across the board now. So why don't we go into the third match? And this is the one that really shocked me the most on the outcome. Mm. Solo Sokoa defeating John Cena in a grudge match. I I I have to say I was speechless when I saw that result. I did not see this coming at all. I mean, how many Samoan spikes was given? Probably about five or six. There was a like lot. ten. Ten. Yeah, I can't remember. It was kind of like reminiscence of Brock Lesnar's German suplexes to Cena for the WWE Championship years ago at a SummerSlam. I just like, holy shit! If he's not being pinned after that, there's a there's there's some shenanigans going on. But yeah, this one definitely, I would say, was the shocker of the night. William, why don't you start off with your thoughts? Um, I mean, I'm the kind of person that if something's mundane and completely predictable, and it goes that way. Like, I kind of lose interest in it. So this was actually the most interesting match for me for the night. I just didn't see it going this particular way because, I mean, honestly, this has got a lot of uh, implications on it. They did a great job. And they definitely both sold it. I just, I'm wondering which directions are going to be taken now. Well, I don't know. Now that the strike is over, yeah, I think I, I'm thinking this is part of the reason why it ended the way it did. Yeah, that's is the strike over officially. I 
I think it is. The I'm like not I, quite certain though. Like, like I said, the implication. It's coming to an end, anyways. I mean, the thing that I'm just baffled is how many times John Cena was able to dodge that Samoan spike, but Solo just laid him in right there toward the end of the match, which was the downfall of Cena. But Carlos, do you think maybe this was Cena's retirement match here? So here's, here's, yeah, I think this is Cena's retirement match. I think also for me, like, it's just like, like I talked about it before, like on our previous ones, like, like to me, like they were, they, because of, uh, because of the sack strike, they were given this gift with John Cena where they had him back for this, for this, uh, this like nice little, what was it? Three month run. Um, yeah. It's been three months, right? August, September. Yeah. Three yep. months. So, it's, you know, they were given this nice three month run for him. And like I've already said to me, if, if I was booking a different, I, to me, like they should use it to give Cena a 17 title reign. But, but again, because of Roman Reigns holding this title hostage, you know, it, it's just, they won't, they didn't pull on it. I feel they should have, you know, for everything that Cena's given to this business, for the fact that he never left, like he he kept his word. Um, just the amount of growing he's done, you know, going back on his comments he made about The Rock after he's been back in Hollywood. Like Cena's been to me, I agree that Cena's the goat. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I mean, and I, he's helped, you know, go. I think, and I think he's paying for his sins, you know, too, as far as the book. But let me let me finish my first thought. It was like I feel like they should have used this opportunity to give Cena a title reign. He should have, you know, they should, that's how he should have been used properly. They, because again, they lost him for so many years to Hollywood. I feel like he should have been the man to break Ric Flair's record before Charlotte does it. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I do think this is seen as, I think this is seen as last thing. And, and you know, if you, I listened to his podcast, you know, with Corey Graves, you know, after the bell and the scene that Cena, they asked, Cena, you know, when he was talking about this, he said that he wasn't worried. It wasn't about his story that he wanted to do what was best for WWE and the best thing, like any guy, person going out, is you put somebody over. So I think that's what he did. So I, I do think this is Cena's last match. Um, it should be because honestly, after this, I have no, I have no interest in seeing John Cena come back because after you know he pretty much called himself a loser, you know, and now he is a loser because he he lost he lost again to Solo. But and so again, he, he needs to be done. Um, this needs that needs to be his last match. Um, I think you know, and again, just put him in the Hall of Fame whenever that's time. But to me. It needs to be his last match because there's really nothing left for him to fight for, you know. And again, he he did the right business going out. You put somebody over, but I just to me, I wish it would have. I wish he would have got a better storyline than what he got for his three months he was here. So now my next question is, what's next for Solo Sokoa? <laughs> they better utilize him, right? I think. I think you know. I, I think. I think he needs. You know, he needs. To, he he. You know, and again, why? Why'd you have why'd you have LA Knight beat Solo if he wasn't gonna if he wasn't gonna beat Roman? You know, there's just so much that they've done. There's they've they've done a, Solo was so protected, and I feel like over those last month, he's he or last two months, he's taken he's taken a lot of losses. You know, I think he lost to J2, didn't he? Or, you know, and I think he's lost a couple times recently after he never lost. The only person he lost to was Cody. So I think they've they need to rebuild him, but it just doesn't what was the point of this if it wasn't gonna be I'd rather have seen like somebody like Grayson Waller take, take John Cena out because because Grayson Waller would have been bragging about it for the next ten years than Solo. I mean, if he's gonna have Paul Heyman on his side for the next ten years, then that's fine. But I don't think Solo is gonna do a good job of hyping the fact that he took out Cena. But I mean, story wise, wise he should he should be he should be up there. Um, if I was them again, if I'm booking if I'm booking WrestleMania and um, 
and Rock's not coming in, I would have him. I would have him turn. I would have him turn on Roman, and then that's how. And then that's how Cody beats Roman, and then that's then eventually Roman and Solo feud um, down the line. And that turns Roman babyface, but he needs to be a badass heel. All right, and because all of us picked uh, John Cena, none of us <laughs> got a point for that one. So. <laughs> Uh, and you know what's funny is I did the Twitter poll yesterday just before the event. One hundred percent of the vote went to Cena too, so that shows it wasn't just us that was feeling; mm-hmm. it was everybody. So I mean, that's again, but it's and again to me, it's, it makes me mad because it's like you know, again, we'll get to the main event later. But again, if you're gonna do John Cena's last match in Saudi, why can't you do a title change there too? Like it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, so we're you're, you're gonna do this in Saudi Arabia, but we couldn't do the other thing here. Like it just was bullshit. <laughs> And I didn't know Carlos transitioned into Heather here, so <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we but no, but I mean, again, I, I, I but again, I get, I get that they're getting a lot of money from them, but I was just like, and again, it doesn't, it, it's just like, if you're gonna do this, why can't you do the other thing too, you know? So, yeah, and it is what it is. Uh, it's all about protecting their company too, so. <laughs> Well, why don't we go on to the next match? This one, I think, was the most predictable out of everything. Um, the United States Championship. We have a brand new champion. Logan Paul defeats Ray Mysterio Jr. And William's yeah. already laughing. So why don't we get your thoughts, William? No. <laughs> um, this this match I actually did not enjoy, but it did go exactly as I thought it was going to go. Um uh, Logan tried to sell it really well, but I don't think he quite hit it as much as he's sold his other matches. Like you don't think he... the the hill part of it. I just I don't think he got evil enough with Ray. Well, I don't know. I mean, he used the brass knucks on him. I yeah, mean, that's there's no need for that in the storyline. Yeah, but that's his go-to though. Is the problem? He's he's already got the brass knucks already surgically in him. Remember? Well, yeah, I know. I get it. it <laughs> It's just more double impact, I guess, to for sure knock Ray out. But. He has breast neck surgery implanted, huh? Uh, he's well, yeah, he's got metal. He's pretty much got a metal fist, right? Yeah, yeah. He put metal. He, he did it on purpose, or like his hand broke. His hand broke, so he's got a bunch of titanium pins in there. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's able to, in a way, knock people out. I mean, it's not fake, like you know, Lex Luger's buying out his. Uh, I guess titanium elbow or forearm or whatever it was. I, I will say that he does a really good job of actually moving that hand with those pins in there. Cause I can tell you being yeah. somebody that has titanium in me, it does restrict your movement a lot. Yeah. But uh, Carlos, what did you think of the match? It should have been a squash match, in my opinion. It should have like, like really? I agree with what, yeah, I agree with what William said. I think I don't, I don't to me like, I, I want I want to see Logan absolutely demolish Rey Mysterio. I wanted to see him like I, I don't I haven't I'm I I don't think that there should have been brass knucks. I mean again, Rey Mysterio was being booked as a jobber with Vince McMahon. Okay, so I mean he was losing every match before Triple H took over creative. So I don't I I want to I want to see Logan just downright beat his ass. And so, um, but I also think Logan like I again going back to the politics of it. I think Logan wants to look as much as he's playing a heel. He wants to also look good in front of Saudi Arabia because he does a lot of business there. So I think that you know he, it's it's a it's a touchy thing for him. But yeah, I, I wanted to see him absolutely annihilate Rey Mysterio. I wanted to see him just beat his ass. Oh, interesting. 
I thought overall they did a pretty good choreograph on the whole match. No, and especially with the height difference, you know, like, I mean, he raised so much shorter and good Logan, he has it, you know, and I think I, and I hope that he's, I hope that he's fine. I hope that he's taking to his tune. I hope this is his new home. I hope he's sticking around because I think he's made for the WWE. I, I think he is. I mean, I don't know what more to say about it, but <laughs> I, I just want to see more of it be more vicious. That's all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he should have just, yeah, I think he should have, oh, like, I, you, like, you almost like the ring, my precious, I want that title. I'm going to do whatever it takes, you know? <laughs> I would I would just like to see him outdo Dom on the heat level to where you can't hear him talk on the microphone. Oh, <laughs> God, I want to see that match between those two. <laughs> title for title. Yeah. You you hurt my daddy. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, but, but that's the thing, too. Like, that's, and that's my thing, too. Like, and that's the thing where I'm, I'm glad that he's embracing his heel. Like, I'm glad that he realized that he can't be a baby face and that he is a heel now. But just fully embrace it and just go go for it. Because, again, he's, he, he is an asshole. And I, I like him, dude. I mean, I like him. I like assholes. So, I mean, I love Logan Paul. But, um. I like the fact that he believes himself and he he goes and gets what he wants. Um, but yeah, I just wish I just wish it would have been more. Ray got too much offense for me. I I don't think he should have needed the brass knucks. But I, I do like the, I do like the shadowing of of um of uh, Santos turning on Ray by leaving the knucks there. So um, it is what it is. You really that was my chair. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, <laughs> but you're really telling me to not say it. I'd say what uh, what. I'm trying to keep this PG, but go for it. <laughs> I just never thought we'd hear Carlos overuse the words writing dick and then love. We're never going to go PG now. Go full X now. Come on. And, and then he goes and loves assholes. So. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wow, there, there goes our podcast. Well, no, you're that. I was laughing yesterday because like, because I, I, because you know, your whole thing, like, oh, like black. I'm like, oh, black, like my, you know, like, and then, and then, and then the other one too was like, I was, I was, I was going to do like with, with your baking ones and go insert gay joke here. You know, it's like stiff or, you know, soft or, you know, like I'm like stiff, of course. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you're just setting me up like insert insert gay joke here you know (laughs) okay we're gonna move on now yeah Uh, anyways so everybody got a point however you i doubled down right you and william both doubled down on this match so two more point an extra point to you and an extra point to william so that makes all of us three except you and william are now four yeah, well, I'm I'm starting to lose here pretty soon, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> know my don't, don't give it away yet. Here we yeah. haven't got to the uh, uh, calm down. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go on to the women's well, the WWE Women's Championship, and some shocking moment in this one for sure, as you see in the banner if you're watching us via YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. Um, Eo Sky retains her championship over Bianca Belair with. Little help from her damage control teammate Bailey, but more help from the return of Kyrie Sane. Uh, the Pirate Princess made her return at the PLE event last night, which I think was very anticipated from many of the dirt sheets and the hardcore wrestling fans paying attention. Carlos, let's get your reaction to that match. So 
I'm excited for a lot of different reasons. So the thing was, so I mean, again, having having a having a woman come back in Saudi Arabia was a choice. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like that just kind of died on deaf ears. Like, oh, who's this girl? You know, like I feel like that was the. I feel like that was. I I feel like that was a missed. I feel like that was a. a a bad, I feel like that was a bad time to have a woman re-debut on, in TV was at a Saudi show. Um, that was definitely a choice. Um, but the thing that I'm, I'm excited about, and again, I got this prediction wrong, but the thing that I'm most excited about for this is that, it, is that again, going back to what we said about William, what we were talking about before, is I think that Charlotte and Charlotte and, and um, Bianca is the match for WrestleMania. So the my biggest thing that I'm happy about with all this is that is that is like oh my god this that match might actually not be for the title so it's like actually I'm actually excited to think that we I'm actually we actually might get a WrestleMania where Charlotte's not in the title picture for once and then we're gonna let these other women fight for the title so I'm actually that's the one thing I'm, I'm excited about as far as you know the fact that they're actually gonna let these other women shine a little bit um, and the rumors already been said that they're they're gonna that they're trying to bring Saray back too so now that Vince isn't trying to make her into a schoolgirl like he's watching Pornhub you know we're sticking to that they can stick into that theme you know um, I feel like you know again like let let these women cook you know maybe Shinsuke can go with them too I don't I just I'm excited for for the SmackDown women's division like I, again I'm excited that the fact that you know the title's not, not going to be maybe re- revolving around Charlotte for once this year I think there's a lot of good opportunity to be to be done. I apparently see a common theme with Carlos today on yeah, his yep. comments. Yeah, so. it's. <laughs> well, we go to you, William. And don't don't be afraid to go outside the box today. Apparently, <laughs> well, isn't the point to get inside the box? Of okay, <laughs> there went my fire off. Now, <laughs> no. Um. So this match actually ended up being way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I just want to say that EO Sky looked freaking amazing with her wrestling match on this, and super excited about Kyrie Sane. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyrie Sane's career was cut just well. Her first run was definitely cut short due to injury and all that. Mm-hmm. I think she's got a lot of redemption and she, being, she being away from the WWE for what now almost two years, three yeah. years. I I think that was enough time to hopefully develop herself elsewhere and get back in the game. And I think there's still plenty for her to accomplish here at this point. I'm, I'm I kind of want to see if they ever uh, stick to the shakeup of, you know, rosters. I kind of want to see the three Japanese women end up together as a faction. Well, they're all, they're all on the same roster. I mean, yeah, they're I all together. They're all on the same one. Yeah. But Oscar's on SmackDown. Yeah. But the story's not really matching up for it right now so yeah that's true but you know i think unless wasn't the two, Asuka, wasn't oscar uh Kyrie's tag team partner yeah, yes. the kabuki warriors yes yeah 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 and what they've been playing is that oscar and eo don't really get along so really yeah oh i thought they, well yeah that's the storyline but i think deep down if they really put the heads together oh yeah this will be a killer faction that, if it happens. That's why I said I, that's what I want to see is those three together. But it, it, it's going to take time if they're going to do that. It'll be kind of like a trust thing with like KO and all that. <laughs> KO and Sammy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's have have Oscar tell EO, I love you or something like that. No, I, I was really <laughs> pleased with this match. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great match. Um, 
I thought Belair still looked pretty good. She didn't really look terrible taking that loss. I liked the fact that them stupid long lashes weren't on her. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones that keep falling off uh-huh. on her. Every that's gotta be, that has got to be irritating when you're in the middle of work. Yeah, that's when you just give up on them. So um, on the result for this, for the team predictions, this one was the interesting one. William and myself were the only ones that predicted EO Skyright, so... Kudos to us on that one. Yes, sir. So, sorry, Carlos, Brian, and Trish. <laughs> well, we go on to... Uh, you sounded so sincere right there. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. But don't worry, wait we'll till the end result here. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go on to the grudge match between Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest. I thought it was a great match. I just don't know if we needed the match, to be honest. Um, William? Wasn't a fan of it. Really? This is the one I absolutely just did not like. Okay. It it didn't belong in there. There's no point to it. Yeah, I just... I mean, I get the... It's a missed opportunity for senior money in the bank. Well, And, and I, Cody doesn't need the match at all. I understand Cody wanted to get revenge for what Damien did to him. Yeah, but he can do that on weeks. weekly. Yeah, he could. He could. <laughs> well, it's just not having Cody Rhodes there because he's the most over superstars. So they want to make sure. Well, second the most over, apparently. But it's just not having him there for the Saudi crowd. My God. Just but again, him and, him and Jay should have been tag champions still, and they should have been defending the tag titles. I agree with that. I think it's just more they wanted the fans to go, whoa. Oh, sorry. Ow. That hurt my voice too. So, but I, I, I think Cody gave us. I think Cody gave his belt to a little girl, which I liked. I'm like, yeah, Cody, sh- yeah. shove it in their face. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Carlos, your thoughts? I'm with you guys. I just, I to me, like it's just, it's just to me, like this is like almost like a like a like opening up a wound that was healing. Because to me, like Cody Rhodes should be champion, or you know, should have. It's just it's they, the fact that they that they had Brock Lesnar fight with Cody, you know, for three matches, and they he went over on Brock. Brock put him over, gave Brock, you know, help Brock, Brock like kind of Christian christened him, and he hasn't had a good storyline since. You know, it's just been a waste of of his storyline. You know, it's just again. They they just he just needs better storytelling than just we're gonna just keep you around because we're waiting for war games, which again that's another thing. Is it gonna be brand versus brand? It's just it's it's all just a big mess right now. But it was entertaining, and again, it's the one match again. They, not every match can be, but just it should have been better. He should have been having a better few than just just this still Judgment Day recycle reuse. Both guys deserved better. They both if you're gonna they both deserve better than this match. I don't think we have any more to say on this. No, we don't. No. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, I think we all have the same exact feeling. Um, all of us predicted the same thing. Cody Rhodes wins the match, so another point for everybody there. Uh, really quick, before we get to what you guys, what do you guys think about the Miz and them turning him face when the whole thing with Grayson Waller? <laughs> he finally got his dream. No comment. <laughs> It won't last long is no. the problem. I mean, we all know this is leading up to where Miss turns face and gets an eventual IC title shot with Gunther after this uh, fatal four-way for the number one contendership coming up tomorrow night. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. but I, I just think turning him face is a bad call. Yeah, Miz just... Sometimes it's got to be heel on heel. Yeah, the, Miz is just not a good face. I'm just gonna call it like it is. No, and again, and I let and again, you guys know, like Miz is like my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers. So I, I'm not happy about this because I don't want to see him fail again. I don't like, I don't, I don't like seeing him. I don't, 
I don't like seeing him fail as trying to be a face. I'd rather just see him be a heel because I don't, I love the Miz and I think he's been such, he's like such a, and he's the guy that I'd want on my team, you know? And so it's like, just, just seeing him go and fail again at this. I'm not happy about it. Just keep him as a heel. And I, and I want better for him than just being comedy relief. So I'm, yeah, I'm not happy about it at all. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's just some things that just don't work out well. And they've tried twice. It, It'll last for a cup of coffee, and that's it. But just like what Paul Heyman says many a times, do you do you find good guys interesting, or do you find the bad guys interesting? And nine times out of ten, you find the bad guys more interesting. So, and especially with just him, him and Maurice together, like it's, again, there's just they're just they're they're heatmanics together too. There's just so much money that's being left on the table with those two. Exactly. Well, let's go on to the main event of last night. <laughs> Roman Reigns successfully retains the undisputed WWE Universal Championship over LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> Me and Carlos are booing this one for right reasons. But anyways, I, in a way, I should have left my pick as Roman because I knew this was just WWE wanting to tease us even more, especially with a very hot LA night with the crowd lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos, let's start off with you. So again, to me, it's just this is one of those things where I think we're us, you know, we're in an age in society where we consume so much talent, we consume so much different product and just so much different, you know, entertainment that it's like we want we want brand new. And so, like, just for me, it's like okay, so now. This is another person that's been ruined because, and again, and again, I don't, and I, I know LA Knight's going to be okay, but it's like, what could have been, you know, just because of Roman Reigns' title reign. It's just this, like, no one in five years, nobody's going to remember this title reign. In five, it's not going to matter. Like, yeah, it's about the no, the now, but like so many, so many good storylines have been lost, you know, like, Edge could have been world champion, you know, him coming back from his neck surgery and, and getting the WWE title one more time. That would have been a great storyline. Drew winning this at Clash of the Castle, like again, another storyline that was interrupted. You know, Sammy winning this title, you know, turning on Roman in, in his hometown, you know, another great storyline that was ruined. Cody Rhodes finishing the story at WrestleMania 39, you know, it was, he was so hot and it, the fans wanted it there. Another storyline ruined because of, of this title reign. Now, LA Knight, again, yeah, it's been a short thing, but, but the fans anointed this guy. This guy survived. This guy survived the the fiend. Survived Bray Wyatt. He survived not being booked on WrestleMania. He survived, you know, being given a stupid gimmick by Vince McMahon. You know, like coming back. The fans have anointed this guy. Like, why not see what you have? If, I feel like if this was the Attitude Era, and and you know, and and, and AEW was more of a threat to them, LA Knight would be the world champion right now. And to me, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Like they should have, they should have given it to LA Knight. It just, and again, like it's just the same old shit. Roman coming out, his cousins coming to like, why wouldn't you ban them from ringside? Like, why wouldn't you ask for a steel cage match? Like, just having smarter faces too. Like, they shouldn't, like, it just, it makes the faces look stupid too because they're not planning for the fact that his family is going to, the fact that his family is going to interfere in the match. It just all around, it just, and, Again, I enjoyed it as a fan because I did pick LA Knight. And so I was enjoying it because, again, I was rooting for him. So it made me enjoy the match as a fan. But it just was like, it's just the same old shit. I'm just tired of it. Mm. How's the, what's the best way to say this? Look, it was a solid match. Okay. 
It was definitely entertaining, but uh, like Carlos, this is absolutely irritating to me. Um, I don't think it was really called for to pull the trigger on this match quite yet until they were ready to actually put the belt on LA night. They're taking the wind out of the sail. It was pointless. John, are you there? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to find a good follow up to, to what you and Carlos have said. Yeah, it's. I mean, like, let me ask you this, guys, really quick before John. What would have been? What would you have enjoyed better? Okay, what we saw with Solo and John Cena, or John Cena versus Roman Reigns. If John Cena loses, he has to retire, and it's his very last match in WWE. And, and, and Roman Reigns retires John Cena. Absolutely, would have preferred that. Yeah, I exactly. I would have preferred Cena's retirement match being the last chance with Roman Reigns, most definitely. I just, I think with LA Knight's kind of quick rebound coming off the Max Dupree gimmick. Yeah, I mean, he's been hot. I mean, he was hot before then, but just fans weren't buying into the Max Dupree gimmick because it sucked. I don't know who the fuck thought of that, Vince McMahon. Vince. But, uh, <laughs> it just—it was not a good gimmick. It—it it was the shits, and we know he does that shit on purpose because there's certain guys he just doesn't want to see succeed. And I think a lot of that he based it off LA Knight's age too, which is wrong. Because to me, if you're in good shape at that, no matter what age you are, and you can still go, you should still keep that guy going until he runs out of steam. I mean, and it's, and it's also contradictory because he, he feels like he's okay to run the company. Till he's he, he felt he was okay to run the company until he's a hundred years old. So he's being a hypocrite. <laughs> exactly. And I think TKO did a great job of putting Hunter back in charge of creative. So that's probably been the best move so far. Um, as far as the match overall, I wasn't disappointed. I'm, I don't disagree with the fact that Roman retained. I think they need to have just, have him lose that thing in a shock factor at WrestleMania. Yep. And it needs to be done this next coming WrestleMania. Cause if you don't, then I don't care what record you're trying to have him break. It's I'll be done watching if they don't. Well, that's what a lot of fans have threatened the last WrestleMania, but you've seen them come back. But, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to stop watching WWE, but I'm going to lose interest in Roman. I know a lot of people are like, well, it used to be that they had to defend this in 30 days or, or they were stripped of the title. Well, that was not so true back in the old days either because no. Bruno's long-ass reign did not have that clause. I'm sorry, but even though he may have defended it in a house show here and there, he no, there was times where he didn't defend that championship every 30 days. I think someone mentioned Hogan had to defend it every 30 days, and that wasn't true either. He didn't defend it within every 30 days or he was stripped of the title. You know, I, so, you know, for some people, I get it. They're, they're frustrated because they think he should be defending it more. In some ways, I do think, yes, once a month or once every couple months, yeah, get him in there defending that championship. But this, I don't, yeah, I have a hard time with the number of days for the title ring, too. That's the one that's just driving me nuts because have have your guys show up on the show, even if he's just doing a promo for hell's sakes, do something. That That is one thing I will say different for Rhea. At least she's there pretty much weekly and is got some active role somewhere. Roman Reigns, not so much. I mean, I get it's a head of the table gimmick, but 
you can do other things as head of the table on the show as well. So, so I can uh, share it with you. So the person um, wrestling wrestling news did it. Roman Reigns defended his title fifty four times so far. With Hulk Hogan's reign, he defended it four hundred and sixty eight times. Really? Yep. And that's including how she. Yep. It's I. Ju- I just put it in the little Tyantron thing. Yeah. But, but was that in his three year reign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because he remember they used to defend it every day at house. They had did house shows almost every day. He was defending it all the time. Wow. Yeah, but I just don't think. I come on, c- c- try to defend Roman some more. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not defending Roman. I'm just kidding. But, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but did you ever hurt hear of a 30 day clause back when Hogan was? Yes. Be, yeah, because they used they used they they used to grow. I I right when you when you say that when you when you say the 30 day clause like the, literally the voice in my head is Gorilla Monsoon. Because they, they, I remember him always saying he has to defend the title within thirty days. Like that used to be a storyline for the Intercontinental. That was it was using storyline all the time. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's my bad. So, because that's when they when they would vacate the Intercontinental title and stuff like that because somebody got hurt or whatever. Like that was one of the big things they say because you you're not gonna be able to defend the title within thirty days. They've always said that stuff. Oh, oh I don't even recall it to be honest. They went. They they went. They went away with it because they they when with Brock Lesnar, that was the first person that they really started going away with that with. Yeah, well, and it, Brock Lesnar also brought a lot of sponsorships too when he first came back. So I think that's part of the reason too why he did that. <laughs> but um, no, I I yeah, sorry, I kind of went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of rails, let's and talk about NWA. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> talk about what. The NWA. No, <laughs> What's going on with NWA? They 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 on their pay per view they did a spot with cocaine and so now their 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 television deals and oh, is. <laughs> I thought we talked about that on Wednesday night. I know, but I'm just saying cause, just because of rails. I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> rails. You, you and your rails. Go go choo choo somewhere else, you old bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So, but the one thing, I, the one thing I wanted to touch on too is I'm, I'm hoping that with, 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 with Logan being a ch- like the champion, if he's not going to be there or Roman too, I'm hoping at least, at least storyline wise, I'm hoping that this makes Nick all this call for him for SmackDown to have their own tag team champions, and that we see each brand have their own tag team titles. That's one thing I'm hoping to come out of all this. Just out of curiosity, did you look up how many times Bruno defended his championship? No. Okay. But it was the same. It was more than whole. But back back then, you got to remember they were, the territory days. They were defending them every night in different towns. Well, yeah, but also you're you're probably also counting interpromotional territories too, because I think WWE. Well, back then WWF was still involved in some of it, but not as much because they broke away from the NWA, if I remember right. So, um, but. With that being said, unfortunately for Carlos and I, we lose a point. We didn't get that one. Well, we didn't lose a point. We just didn't get that point. But everybody else got it. So so who won, Trish? No, actually, this is going to be funny. Tied for second place, Brian, Carlos, Trish, and John all at five. The winner. So it's funny that your brother won. Why? The winner was William with six. The (laughs) the funny part about it is the fact that I really don't even care about whether I win or not. And bam. (laughs) (laughs) 
So <laughs> well, yeah, just, like that's the, that's how you got to do it. Like when Heather does her NXT predictions and hasn't watched it in a month, and she wins, it's like you just go in there and vote, just vote off whatever. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think she's full of shit. She's watching. She just doesn't tell us, you know. <laughs> Heather, Heather in charge of booking. That's what it is. <laughs> but, uh, do you have any final thoughts to give on uh, the PLE, Will? No, um, I don't. And Carlos, like I said, it was it was entertaining. I just I'm not happy with it. Like, but again, it's we're we're in the WrestleMania season. It's just I I think it's to me it just it signals that Roman that the Rock's not coming back, which is okay. Um, but yeah, it was entertaining. Like I, again, so we're, we can open it up to see if anyone else wants to comment on it. Uh, yeah, if anybody wants to request a mic, go ahead and request it. Um, but just before we grant that mic request, still hit the mic request if you want to talk. <laughs> Excuse me. Got the right throat there. Um, out, out of, say, five stars, what would you, William, what would you give the PLE? Three. Carlos? I, like, I'm the same, three, three and a half. Like, it's, it's, it's yeah, it wasn't, yeah, same I'm probably about three and a half at best. A uh, three and a half, yeah. That's yeah, I, I mean, I went. I don't think I'd give it quite four, but three and a half, I think, was more than fair. <laughs> so, really quick, I want to ask you. So, prediction wise, like, who do you who do you guys think takes the title off Seth? Mm. I kind of want to see it be Sokoa. Really? Yeah. On different brands. Yeah, I know. I want to see the split. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I still think in some ways I want to see Cody do it. Off of Seth? Well, they're on the same brand. Ugh, God. (laughs) And we've already seen that tease once. But I think if we really want to get things going... Either Damien or the very heelish Drew McIntyre should be the one that takes it off Seth. Hmm. And do you guys do you guys think do you guys think Miz is gonna beat Gunther? No. Jesus, no. <laughs> I think the Miz gets chopped in d- to death on that one. All right. For my for my two cents, I I do think Miz is the greatest intercall champion of all time. Oh, you got the thumbs down, dude. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. Um, that's my two cents. But uh, but really, then do you guys think Cody's gonna? Who do you guys do? You, do you, and then just predict? Do you guys think Cody's winning the Royal Rumble again and facing Roman? No, nope. No, I who think you- I think whoever ends up winning the Rumble will probably either challenge. I think we'll end up challenging Seth. To be honest, yep. Do you think it's gonna be CM Punk? No. <laughs> I'm not giving an opinion on that. Right. <laughs> I, 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 to be honest, I still don't. I know everybody goes, well, they still tease it. It's in Chicago. I just don't see, I just don't see CM Punk coming back, but I've been wrong before to use. So. I don't think, I don't think he's coming back at Survivor Series, but I think, I think he's coming back at the Royal Rumble. If he comes back at the Rumble, cool, but I, Right now, I'm I'm still just. Well, I, I, I just want to ask again, just for for, for, for fans, if you, go sorry. ahead. I just have no interest in seeing CM Punk come back. I'm sorry. Nope, that's where I'm okay. at. Okay, 
And then, so then, then this last question, prediction wise, you have to make a prediction today. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Why do I have to make the prediction? Because if we're a wrestling podcast and it's fun and we're just doing shit for shits and giggles, I'm just asking. Oh, why don't we wait till the Royal Rumble comes up? Because <laughs> it's fun to look back and, and I just storyline wise, yeah. where yeah. things are right now, who do you want to see win the Royal Rumble? He's already throwing the 30 day contract or 30 day no compete clause at me. Now he wants to throw the Royal Rumble. What a little bastard. Dean but, Ambrose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going for the skull already. Uh, <sighs> no. I'm not doing it. You're not? No. <laughs> well, fine. I guess I will. <laughs> Apparently, you won't. <laughs> no, I. Dead air. Dead air. I really don't. Well, because if you, if you guys, I'm just curious. I mean, because to me, like, if you don't think it's Cody, then who do you think it is? That's why I'm, I'm just curious. Like, I thought you'd have an answer. So that's why. I, I don't even know who's going to be in it. So. My my mind will change, but I think it would be interesting to see main event Jey Uso win the Royal Rumble. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. And it looks like we finally got a mic request from the guy we were hoping he was going to come on. So, and for me, I, I just like before I, I think it's Cody Rhodes. I, th- I think Cody Rhodes wins back to back Royal Rumbles, and I think that he goes on the fight. Roman Reigns. All right. Well, we got a mic request from Dexter there. Dexter, go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, love the show. Uh, great job. Man, uh, I, I got to imagine you don't want me to comment on everything. That, that That's a little too much. Um, I am surprised that I am the only one that was not surprised by the whole John Cena solo Sokoa thing. Like, for me, that was uh, next to Cody beating da- Damian Priest. That, to me, was like the second most obvious outcome. Uh, everything from... Uh, everything from us knowing that Cena was going to go back to acting in the not too distant future to the fact that uh, all year they've trying to they they've been trying to position Sokoa as uh, this dominant force who some people were even talking about potentially beating Roman someday. Um, I thought it was kind of obvious that Solo was going to win. I loved it. I love building future stars. Um, uh, I like Cena, um, and the moment they started calling Cena the goat, I knew they were like I, I knew that was his flowers, and that he probably wasn't going to win another title, and uh, they were going to use him being the goat to put people over. Just go to slaughter. Not in no story. He's not winning any title. Doesn't deserve it. Oh, take that, Carlos. <laughs> is that, is that, I mean, is that all you wanted to say? I mean, if you can have your hand up, is that all you wanted to say that Cody's not going to win? Is that all? <laughs> yeah, because I'm at work right now. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us, man. So kind of one thought for Dexter, though, because I want to kind of tally back to Carlos' <laughs> thoughts on John Cena. Would you have been more interested to see John Cena have a retirement match with Roman Reigns as the last shot. Was that directed towards me? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Dexter. Yeah. You know, I, um, I like the booking idea. You know, I, I, I think it's, you know, it, it would have been a great storyline. And for me, not really. Um, 
maybe it, it, it's because I didn't watch wrestling as much dur- during uh, Cena's prime as much. Uh, but for me, I think it made a lot of sense that now I had the same concerns that you guys did around LA night. I'm like, well, LA night is my guy. And I'm like, well, if they push him too soon, they're, they're, they're going to wear him out and he's going to lose his momentum. And I would have preferred that they pushed him slow. However, all the fans were to deme- all the fans were getting upset that he wasn't getting pushed fast enough. And so to placate the fans, this was about what I expected them to do. I was pretty happy with it. I thought they left him leaving strong. And I still think they're potentially going to give him a really big chance if he continues to get the crowd reactions following this loss. And I'm right there with you. I think this was a good test to see if LA Knight was able to handle main event level matches on a on the big stage because we've seen him in the main event level with Impact and some of the independents that he's wrestled in as Eli Drake. I just think, like, I I kind of have the retro skill building in me, like you've mentioned, Dexter. I think slow builds are the best thing for him. I remember, and I always, I know people get bored with me using Bret Hart as the example. <laughs> but let's look, let's take Bret Hart's career, for example. Started off tag team with Jim the Anvil Nightheart, two-time WWF tag team champion. Finally, it kind of got to a point they wanted to move Brett because they saw single stardom in him. You move Brett into the Intercontinental Championship picture. He was probably definitely one of the best holding that Intercontinental Championship. I know Carlos says otherwise, where Miz is the greatest. I think longer title reigns and defending it just like any other championship. Brett Hart did a really great job with his two reigns as WWF intercontinental champion but then we've also seen him with five times the wwf champion and you know to me i think if you slow build from you know the low tier to the mid tier to the upper tier you build your stars better that way because you got your low medium high and i think that's a direction they really kind of need to do with LA Knight right now. I want to see it with Solo, too. Yeah, Solo, I felt they did him dirty with the North American Championship. Oh, they definitely did, but uh, I think the next thing I want to see him go after is actually Gunther. And see, that would be a killer match. Gunther, uh, who holds the United... Oh, Logan Paul, duh. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Logan Paul. Short-term memory, I'm taking off their mom's jeans now. Yeah, you're you're not seeing Logan Paul... (laughs) Get away from that anytime soon. No, I mean, I thought that was a great move, but somewhere I I think think LA Knight's going to be Logan Paul eventually. And see, I think that would be a great move right there. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm like, my mouth is drooling with that feud, but I, but I just, for me, like, I just like to go off of what, like, you guys are all saying to me. Like, I felt like you, they wasted these last three months of John Cena, like, getting over LA Knight. And now, what was it? I mean, what was it for? But like for me, like my biggest thing of like all this is I just wish they made him. I wish 
I have no problem with John Cena losing the title, losing to 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 Solo, put him over, and I can think about like what Dexter's saying. Like that's like what a, that's what you're supposed to do. Like that's traditional wrestling business. It's like you put someone else over on the way out. I just wish they wanted to build John Cena as such a loser. I wish I feel like that's the one part for me that's hard for me. Like like they didn't they didn't need to highlight the fact that he hasn't won a singles match in two thousand something days. Nobody remembered that until they brought it up because he's John Cena. I just wish I wish I just wish they wouldn't have I wish they wouldn't have, have made him sound like such a loser and and the, and the way they did the build for that it was like almost it was like he needed this win. I feel like this this storyline could have been done without having to point out that he hasn't won a singles match in so long, and it would have had the same effect instead of him making him sound like a big loser on his way out the door. Well, maybe they just wanted someone to have a bigger consecutive days over Roman Reigns' title reign. <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, sorry, that was that was, really that was a bad joke. Yeah, but 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 but, but, but that's my thing. You didn't need to make it, it made it sound like he really needed this win, and he did. And, and same time, so it is good that Solo denied him that. But at the same time, you didn't need to make him sound like such a loser for what for just coming in and doing putting people over for the last five years, like doing what was the right thing. I, I feel like he didn't need to highlight that so much. No, and I agree. I mean, to me, that it was almost. I don't know if you remember back in the WCW days when they had Din Malenko go on a really long losing streak. And the one thing I really did not enjoy was when Main Gene was kind of roasting him in an interview, called him a bona fide loser. I'm like, okay, that's kind of going a bit far with kind of, in a way, diminishing a talent. Yeah, and, and that's and, and that's just it. Yeah, human, go ahead. Just diminishing a human being in general. I don't ever like calling people losers. I don't like calling them anything, to be honest. You know, I just, there's just no need for that type of, type of segment, especially when you got audience and youth seeing these types of events go on. That's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. And that's for me, it just were like, cause again, now it's like, I just, I mean, again, I know like, that they they got they could they could heat it up, but just right now I have never say never. And who's to say that John Cena wouldn't want to come back for one more match? And I feel like just now I just don't want to see it because he's a loser, you know, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean it takes away interest, especially for John Cena, the the character and the man, you know. Yeah, They're, it just wasn't needed. It wasn't needed. It, they would have still got the same effect by him putting it over Solo, than without having to bring in the fact that he hasn't lost. And again, I know he's doing the right thing, but it just, it didn't, I wish that part of it wouldn't have been done. Did you uh, have any final thoughts there, Will? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, why don't we go ahead and wrap it up unless you have any final thoughts there, Carlos? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we uh, mention again? Cowboys are losing. Ha! We lost our one cowboy follower. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we gave the eagle. We gave the eagles followers, so we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, why don't you go ahead and promote the next show coming up here? So we'll be back on Wednesday at ten fifteen Eastern, seven fifteen Pacific. Um, after a dynamite's over, we do um, the it's the. Wednesday night chaos. And we just kind of talk about the first half of the week. So we'll spend, I like the form we did last week. So we'll spend the first hour to kind of just talking about AEW. And then the last hour, we'll talk about what we saw on NXT and raw. So feel free to join us and come and talk about some wrestling. 
And don't be afraid to come join us on any of the platforms. We usually stream the first hour, hour and a half on our YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. And we are also on the X app, as Carlos has mentioned. If you want to get your voice heard, the X app is the best place to do it. But if not, you can always send comments through our Facebook group, the Fans of Pro Wrestling, or on YouTube, where we can post your comments on our live feed. Um, I want to also give a big shout out to Ted the Hillbilly Hill, Austin with the Wrestling World, Austin Boyer, that is. Jim over at Fan in the Van, Jim and Garrett, who do the Steel and Teal Talk. Garrett, is this a bad take podcast? Garrett and Jalen, who share together the two dudes sports news. Nate's Daily Wager Wire. Uh, Will, do you have any shout outs to give? No. And Carlos, you want to throw some shout outs there? Just everybody in the SageF Network, the ones who, who are promoting us, um, we're a proud member of the SageF Network. So the Jones and Joe Show, um, Primetime Sports Fix, um, Straight Tippin', um, Ripper, again, everyone else, the Out um, Mountain Podcast, the UK guys, all the guys who are part of the SageF Network, thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you for the retweets and likes. And just all of our friends on X, um, thank you guys for supporting us and for uh, making it a fun platform. Fun- Fun platform for us. <laughs> Having a hard time getting that out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to give a big thank you to StreamYard, Spotify for Podcasters, the X app, and all the other social media platforms for allowing us to get our live feed out there. But also a big shout out to Spotify for Podcasters being our official host of the Wrestling Fans Insight Sunday Takedown and Wednesday Night Chaos Podcast. If you go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight.com, you'll go to a page where we have multiple links to the platforms you can listen to either of our weekly episodes on. We're on great platforms such as Spotify, of course, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, iHeartRadio, and so much more. And you can also check us out on the X app. You can follow me at WF Insight Podcast. William? Yes. <laughs> at William Hoppy 8. Leave it to him to throw it off. Carlos? <laughs> C to the LOS 77. And then Conquer the Know. Then I'm also on Instagram at Rainbow Goodness underscore. And you can follow our YouTube channel at W, or sorry, at Wrestling Fans Insight. And also be sure to check out our other teammate, Brian, who does Tap Out Talk at Tap Out Talk. He usually goes over some unboxing videos of loot crates or wrestling crates, but also does some reviews on the premium live events and pay-per-views. And again, we are on Twitch. If you follow us there, the fans of pro wrestling and on Instagram, you can find me. John, the fans of pro wrestling, Carlos. Rainbow goodness underscore. (laughs) I know you have it in here now, so I already said it. But yeah, again, rainbow goodness underscore. Well, I threw it in there so people can follow us. So (laughs) good boy. You get it. You get it. You get some popcorn now. (laughs) Sweet. Good monkey. Good monkey. Good monkey. (laughs) Last but not least, I'm going to throw in a shameless plug, not just for me, but for also my wife, who's trying to gain a thousand followers. Um, you can find me on TikTok at John WF Insight. 
And you can follow my wife there at Sarah K. Hoppy. So see uh, what they do with their championship belts and their cosplay on there. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Actually, she has one of the videos for us building up the displays for the championship belts I have. So that was a fun project. But um, anyways, yeah. We'll be back again Wednesday night here at 10. Was it 10, 15 Eastern time? Yeah. Yep. 10, 15 Eastern time. Be sure to join us on Wednesday night chaos for Carlos, William, and myself. Please everyone have a great time. Be good to each other. And remember who's better than you. Nobody. Nobody.